You are listening to Sermon Snippets with Max Taylor, where we exposit God's Word and apply its instruction to our everyday lives. As we study God's Word, we are learning truth that corrects our thinking, meets our needs, and teaches us more about Christ. Here's your host, Max Taylor. Welcome back, and thank you for listening again today. We are jumping into Daniel chapter 9, and I love this chapter because it gives us some of the most powerful prophecy contained in all the book of Daniel, one of the most powerful prophecies in all the books of prophecy in the Bible, and it also gives us a great peek into Daniel's personal life. It's like uh, almost like an autobiographical sketch of his walk with God, something that you don't always get to see little glimpses of. Um, so we're going to look at that, and actually that's where we begin in the ninth chapter of the book of Daniel. So let's begin right away in verse 1. Here the Bible says, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years, whereof the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish seventy years in the desolations of Jerusalem. Those are the first two verses there of chapter 9, and we're just going to pause and just kind of dive in a little deeper to what they are actually saying. First off, he gives us the time frame, um, and he sets the setting of this chapter in the time of the Medes and the Persians. So we're kind of back into our, basically, the, the chronological time frame here. This is after the Babylonian Empire has fallen, the Medes and the Persians have now come on the scene, and it is Darius, the son of Ahasuerus of the seed of the Medes, who's now been made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. So this is the empire that we are operating in. And Daniel says that he understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah, the son, or the, Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. This is amazing to, to think. One of the most fascinating parts of studying chronology or studying um, the characters of Scripture, those who wrote Scripture, the prophets, and, and the time frame, is seeing which characters of, of Scripture were contemporary with one another. So here we have Daniel, who is all the way in what, what was called the Babylonian Empire, this land of Persia. He's, he's far, far away from Israel, but he is reading the prophecies of Jeremiah, who lived about the same time. Now, Jeremiah was um, possibly a little bit earlier because he was also prophesying during the, the reign of some of the kings, um, so he would have been older than Daniel. He was ministering mainly to those in Judah, those who were the Israelites who were before the captivity, and then those who remained behind in the land of Israel. And eventually they they left Israel, they kind of forsook the Lord, and they ended up going down to Egypt, and actually Jeremiah ended up going with them down to Egypt towards the end of his life. But his ministry was a powerful preaching and prophesying ministry in the land of Israel, in the southern kingdom of Judah. He called out their sin, and he wrote about the coming judgment that would include Babylon. And Daniel lived that 
And so as he's in captivity, he's studying God's word. He's studying the messages of Jeremiah, the prophet that God spoke through him. And so he, as he's studying, he hears Daniel and he understands by books that basically the judgment on Jerusalem and on the southern kingdom of Israel was going to last a prescribed length of time, and that was 70 years. And God lays that out in the book of Jeremiah. So as Daniel's studying, he comes to find that out. And that is an amazing um, feeling and, and experience whenever you're studying God's word and a realization just hits you, you know. I love it when that happens, when you're reading or you're, you're comparing different passages together, or maybe you're, you're following along with a commentary or you have a Bible atlas there with you. And you just have like that light bulb moment when you, when you realize maybe the location on a map of the country that someone's from, or you realize the city in Israel that an event took place at, or maybe you realize uh, who Jesus was talking to when he taught something or the crowd that's that's being addressed in one of the epistles. It's amazing when you study God's word and, and you come to a realization, you learn something new that you didn't know before. And even Daniel, we see this man that God used to interpret visions, to speak to kings and rulers of empires, to give some of the most powerful prophecies and, and messages. He was studying God's word and learning from it. I find that amazing. I think that's awesome. So as he's there studying his books and he, he, he studies scripture and God's word, he, he learns that the judgment on Israel will be accomplished after 70 years. What does that prompt him to do? And this is one of the huge lessons that we learn right away in chapter nine of Daniel. It prompts him to pray. So we're going to see this pattern as we go through this chapter. Hopefully today we'll cover several verses. Um, I imagine we'll probably be in this chapter for a while because there's so much to mine out of it and so much you can dig and learn from in this chapter. So we'll probably spend some, some good time here. But I don't want us to lose kind of the flow of the whole chapter. The first two verses, Daniel studies scripture and he learns a truth that he holds on to and that's this prophecy that really deals with his life things that he's living through right then and he realizes and he clings to God's word and the prophecy that the judgment is going to be for 70 years then verses 3 all the way down through verse 20 is his prayer so he goes from studying scripture immediately into prayer and that prompts him to pray and as he's praying God answers him by giving him a vision that's the flow that's the big picture of chapter 9 he's studying God's word that prompts him to pray and then God speaks to him in this powerful vision that we will get to it's actually a very short prophecy very short vision in the end of Daniel chapter 9 but it is literally tidal waves of information and of biblical prophecy and it's just so impactful in the way that we view uh, the future events, uh, the, the events that were future to Daniel that we now know of as past and still future events. It's amazing. There's even, 
a parentheses in there that we'll get to when we study that prophecy. But it's a short prophecy. But what happened that led up to that is he was praying. And before he was praying, he was studying God's word. So really the takeaway, the point is, the closer you get to God, for any of us, the closer you get to God. And that's one of the things that I want us to take away at the very beginning here is, as you study God's word, as we pray, that'll that'll teach us more about God and about his word. Then we'll be prompted and, and want to study his word more, which will in turn teach us more things. We'll be learning more things. And the more we learn, the more informed our prayers will be. And then that'll, that'll teach us even more about God. So it's a cycle. The closer we get to God, the more we pray, the more we read his word, the closer we walk with him the more close and tight-knit and personal our relationship with him will be. So just a couple points here about his his uh, realization, his study of God's word before we go into his prayer. And they are, number one, that Daniel, first off, studied the prophecies, which is important because it's important to study all of God's word. That's a huge lesson in and of itself. That's a great takeaway is to just study God's word. And to use books to study God's word. Uh, Commentaries, atlases, chronologies, encyclopedias, dictionaries, lexica. um, All all kinds of tools that you can use. You can use websites. Good grief. There's, There's so much out there right now that we have at our fingertips that we can use to study God's word. Maps. So study God's word. But also literally study prophecy. Just as he did. Because that's going to not only teach us what we can expect to happen, but it's also, it just teaches us more about God's word and God's plan, about God's character. And that's really encouraging. And it's really necessary that we study prophecy. Huge emphasis throughout God's word on studying the prophetic books. So that's the first thing. Daniel studied prophecies. Number two, Daniel interpreted these prophecies literally. Now that's important because that that gets into your Bible interpretation method, uh, how you understand scripture, your um, philosophy of, of how you interpret different passages and how you study God's word, your her- hermeneutics is what that's called, the, the art of studying God's word. And that's not just a fancy term for preachers who are, who are you know, vocationally studying God's word. That's for every believer. Every Christian should have a method of how they study God's word, should have a a hermeneutic. There should be a proper uh, philosophy of interpretation of God's word. So what does it tell us? It tells us that he read about Jeremiah's prophecy that the desolation would come upon Jerusalem and it would last 70 years. Now he didn't take that 70 years and make something, you know, mystical out of it. He didn't just explain it away as some allegory or say it just represented something. He believed, we're going to see that as we go through his prayer, he believed that it was literally 70 years. So that teaches us when we study scripture, we should follow that that same example. We should take what the Bible says literally exactly as, you know, it is in the plain reading unless it is indicated in the passage that it represents something different. So he studied prophecy and he interpreted prophecy literally. And the third thing, which is just as important, is that Daniel believed the prophecies that he studied. He didn't just read about it. He didn't just learn for the sake of 
argument or for the sake of um, being educated and well-informed. He believed it. He clung with hope to what he read. He let it affect his heart. It was impactful in his life. And we see that when we get to his prayer. So we'll just read a couple of these verses of his prayer and start into it here this week. And that's where we'll pick up next week. So let's begin in verse 3. Remember, this prayer goes from verse 3 all the way down to verse 20. So verse 3 says, And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him, and to them that keep his commandments. Now, right away, we see that his prayer is is full of passion. And really, his heart's condition was uh, prepared by his study of God's word. And, you know, there's that kind of debate, I guess, on whether you should pray before reading scripture or read scripture before prayer. Both of them affect each other. You know, when you pray, that prepares you for reading. And when you read... That, that study of God's word really puts your heart in the right spiritual condition that's required to pray. And all of that is required to study and understand prophecy and to believe in that. So it's a condition of the heart. And that, that's what studying God's word, that's what walking with God, being close with God is all about. It's about a condition of the heart. So whatever you do, if it's start with prayer, if it's you start with uh, reading God's word, or maybe you start your morning off with a, with a study in scripture, or or whether it be writing scripture or uh, a hymn that you hum, that should be a tool to get our hearts in the right spiritual condition to walk closely with God. And the closer you are with God, the closer you will be with him. Thank you for listening to Sermon Snippets. If this Bible study is a help to you, consider downloading the weekly episodes or sharing this podcast with a friend. Until next time, remember that God's Word is perfect, and it's everything you need to live for Him.